Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to our, our Odd Pod, Pod podcast. podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to the odd, the macabre, and everything in between. And everything in between, including but the neighbor's the dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the dog's barking. They're the barking. distance. Yes. You may hear Finley responding. It's fine. You may hear Finley responding because uh, she's an opinionated lady. And she don't like no strange dogs borking. She's 12 years old. Yeah. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. Because if you're listening on Friday, you're doing the right thing. That's when the episode comes out. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're not, it's fine. Well, you know, you might recall what Monday was. Monday was... The 14th. Right. Do you remember what day it was? Is that like a special day or something? You'll... Well, I'm just kidding. It was Valentine's Day, which I know because, because my calendar tells me. And also, anyway, I, I got I nothing. didn't get anything from Valentine's Day. I need Day. to stop. That's not true. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, it was kind of lame, but. That's not true. Here we are. What did I get you for Valentine's Day? An awesome thing. A handmade coffin nail from the 1700s. Ooh. And what did I get you? A wine key that looks like a bat. <laughs> See, I think you won Valentine's. I don't. I, it's not a competition. Anyway, hi. Um. Also, happy birthday. My mom's birthday was on oh the 15th. God. Happy birthday, Sheena. I don't think she listens, but just in case. Happy birthday, mom. Your sister listens. Maybe she'll tell your mom. Yeah, maybe. And then your mom will figure it out. Yeah. Like, oh my God, they talk about me. Only nice things on the podcast. Every time else, it's mean stuff. Talking mad shit about you, Mom. Especially Felicia. I try to get her to stop, but she won't. Shut up. I love your mom. <laughs> Just kidding. Trying to get me booted out the family group chat. Yeah, right. They're going to boot me before they boot you. Anyway, Valentine's Day was Monday, so I thought it would be fun to talk about Valentine's Day's origin. I love the sound of that. I think you had like a little bit more idea of like what St. Valentine's came from uh, than I did when I first started. I know that there was a Roman holiday called Lupercalia, but I don't remember. I don't necessarily know what they um practiced for that day. Oh, it's gnarly. Yeah? Yeah. Sounds cool. Um, But I was talking about like you knew more about where valentine's day came from other than lupernalia lupercalia potato potato did i what i don't know what you're referencing okay well anyway let me just get into it okay okay i just i i, I don't know that what valentine's I... day was an actual person oh yeah saint valentine i saw his bones oh really uh-huh it's like pulling well i mean like is it his bones, right? Like trying to pull teeth, trying to get that out of you, too. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I forgot, <laughs> I guess. Valentine's Day, also called St. Valentine's Day, or the Feast of St. Valentine, Whoa. is celebrated annually on February 14th. It originated as a Christian feast day honoring one or two early Christian martyrs named St. Valentine. One or two? Yeah, there's like oh, a... It's like um, a family name? It's like a discrepancy on which one it was. My name's Valentine. This is my brother Valentine. Hold on. 
Hi. I'm just making. What making are you sure doing? I'm just making sure everything's good over here. <laughs> what is happening? I'm back. It's the most interruptions we've had. What do you mean? What was that? I love you. <laughs> you get some kisses in? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying about there were two Valentines and they were brothers or no, something? Not brothers. There's a discrepancy on which Valentines that the name is like named after. Oh. Or which Valentine's Day the day was named after. And they can't agree, obviously, because they got that sibling rivalry. I don't think they're siblings, but Agreed. I mean, like they might be because they share a name, but most siblings share names. That's my name's Billy, and both of my sisters' names are also Billy. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm two sentences in. <laughs> <laughs> we don't usually start this fast. I got to get some interruptions in. Anyway, continue. Like, you got up in the middle of me speaking. <laughs> To give me a kiss on the other side of my face. <laughs> I was checking to make sure everything was uh, right because there was something. Uh, the levels looked weird. Your levels look weird. That's not nice. <laughs> anyway, stop getting sidetracked and tell me about St. Valentine's oh my God. already. Valentine's Jeez. Day has become a significant cultural, religious, and commercial celebration of romance and love in many regions of the world. There are a number of stories associated with various Valentines connected to February 14th. Like what? Um, well, the Catholic Church recognizes at least three different saints named Valentine or Valentinus. Gee. Valentinus. What? <laughs> Nothing. What is it? Saint Valentinus. Tinus. Yeah. U.S., right? Of love. Tinus, Tinus. Tinus. Tinius. I don't know. Valentinus just it Valentinus. Me. One legend contends that Valentine was a priest who served during the third century in Rome when oh. Claudius II decided that single men made better soldiers than those with wives and families. You know what? I have heard that. That single men make better Yeah. No, actually better I soldiers. <laughs> I haven't heard that, but you know like Makes sense. There's like nothing clogging their brain. Right. I don't know. They got nobody to like get home to. They're like, oh, I might as well die. Uh, you know, not like I have a family or anything. I thought you were about to say, I might as well die. I have a wife at home. I was like, where did that boomer humor come from? No, we're talking about single dudes. So he's like, all the single fellas, all the single fellas. Come and sign up. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bunch of legionnaires doing oh the dance. Oh my goodness. Okay, so Claudius um, outlawed marriage for young men. He was like, nay. <laughs> you cannot get married. And Valentine thought the decree was unjust and defied Claudius and continued to, continued to perform marriages for young lovers in secret. Wow. And he would actually send cards to them. And that's where Valentine's Day cards came from. Wait, what? He would send them secret cards, like, we're going to get married at this spot at this time. And that's where Valentine's Day how, how did they deliver them? Like Bay Pigeon or what? Well, he hung like a... um. Or was it like a squid game type thing? They made like paper mache hearts and hung them on their doors. Yeah. And he would put them in there during break time. Yeah. Like um, not... When everybody... <laughs> right before nap time, everybody... Not would obvious at all. Put Valentine's Day uh, 
They would put. <laughs> they put it in their mailbox like they did when we were in kindergarten. In their cubby hole, yeah. 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 That makes so much sense. Uh huh. Um. I'm lying, obviously. Yeah, I know you are. Okay. Goodness gracious. Um. So Claudius, uh, figured it out. And when Valentine's actions were discovered, Claudius ordered that he be put to death. Oh, my God. Go ahead and say it. No, keep going. <laughs> I'm just shocked. Um, and there was another rumor that it was St. Valentine of Tyranny, a bishop who was also beheaded by Claudius outside of Rome. What I'm hearing is Claudius hated dudes named Valentine. There is a common denominator here. Yeah. Um, other stories suggest that Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman prisons where they were often beaten and tortured. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. And, yeah, because I would want them to come and, you know, sue me or something. Yeah. You don't want those. That, you don't want that ancient Roman smoke. They got airtight lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and in prison, Valentine actually sent, well, it is said that an imprisoned Valentine actually sent the first quote-unquote Valentine greeting himself after he fell in love with a, a young girl, his jailer's daughter. Ooh, and the card was just like, am hungry, send bread. Well, she would visit him in his confinement after he restoring her eyesight. After he restored her eyesight? Yeah. And also, fun fact, that's the first on-record successful coronary surgery. <laughs> Mr. Valentine allegedly wrote her a letter signed from Corner your- Cornea, sorry. From your Valentine, an expression that is still used today. That sounds made up. Well, despite who the actual Valentine is, he is always described as sympathetic, heroic, and most importantly, handsome, romantic. Oh, um, Valentine would become, or Valentine's Day would become one of the most important. Well, sorry, Valentines would become one of the most important saints in England and France. Wow. And I keep wanting to say Valentine's Day. Yeah. Valentine's Day would be... Oh, yes. The famous St. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. While Valentine's Day was in prison. Yeah. Well, his first name, Valentine's last name, last name Day. Yeah. It's... uh, Yep. <laughs> um, so, there is a tradition that the Feast of St. Valentine's was established by Pope. And I'm still the same Felicia that you know and hopefully tolerate. Galeus? Galeus? Uh, Galicium? I would say Galeus. Galeus. Was that one of the things I said? Maybe. Close? Close. But I'd also probably be wrong. (laughs) Pope Galeus in AD 496 to be celebrated on February 14th in honor of St. Valentine of Rome who died on that date in 296. Whoa, 296. Yeah, the feast is found in the Galatian. That actually makes sense a lot better. <laughs> Galatian sacramentary, meaning that it has been observed since at least the 8th century. And the day became associated with romantic love in the 14th and 15th century when notations of courtly love flourished in the 18th century England. Oh, that courtly love. The most structured of love. Courting. I suppose. Courtly love. I don't, I don't know if they were like courting each other so much as like they would give each other trinkets and make goo goo eyes at each other. You Is know? that not courting? I don't know. That's how yeah. I got you. Right. That's how I got you. I brought the trinket. It was Steve in a hat. And I brought the googly eyes. Googly. It was my, my, my head. 
they're up here. Look at them. It's like uh, my neck was sore that day, so my head was wobbly. <laughs> I just got off work. Yeah. Um, it grew into an occasion in which couples expressed their love for each other by presenting flowers, offering candy, and sending greeting cards known as Valentines. Wow. Are you learning a lot? I am learning a lot. I'm liking how uh, well, you know, the name Valentine keeps popping up because it's kind of like when they say the title of the movie in the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really exciting. We're gonna for get me. it like seventeen hundred more times. I can't wait. Are you ready? I'm so ready. It's not all gonna be at once, right? Like it's not just gonna be seven hundred Valentines in a row. Yeah. For the next forty-five minutes, <laughs> I will just be saying Valentines <laughs> in different accents. Yeah. You got forty-five minutes worth of accents in there. Valentine. All right. Well, that's one. That's definitely something. Valentine. Nope, that's not an accent. There's an accent. Valentine. That's a pitch. Is yeah, this a, it's no, a it's not. <laughs> Valentine. Valentine. What was that? What was that accent supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's greetings were as popular as far back as the Middle Ages. Though written valentines didn't begin to appear until after the 1400s, the oldest known valentine is still or still exists today. Was written in a poem in 1415. What? 16, by, by Charles, Duke of Orleans. Whoa! Could that be the same Orleans that New Orleans is named after? Yeah. Whoa! Not possible. <laughs> To his wife, while he was imprisoned in the Tower of London following his capture at the Battle of Agincourt. Agincourt? Sure. The greeting is now a part of the manuscript collection of the British Library in London, England. And I've been to uh, the Tower of London. Yeah? Yeah. Did you feed the ravens? I didn't, you can't feed them. Oh. You're not allowed to. I thought you could pay and they would give you food to feed them. Oh, they didn't give us an option to do oh, that. Maybe that's not true. I could. Maybe that's just wishful thinking. But we did see the crows, so. Because I want to the feed ravens. them. Whatever they are. That's the same family of ravens since the beginning. Really? Yeah. That's mad. It's like you can trace a line directly from the modern ravens to the original ravens. It's like Raven, D or Raven 23 and me. Yeah. It's exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is that. It's crazy. It's like a royal family of ravens. I think uh, it's like the. I wonder if the queen protects them too. Like, you know, the queen owns all the swans. Really? And like whales. And whales? Yeah. Oh, in whales. No, whales. And whales. Like, like yeah, just like that. (laughs) You like my whale sounds? (laughs) That lull you to sleep? She owns all the whale. Are there a lot of whales in England? She owns all of them. I think this is like, it's like. um, Oh, all the whales in the world? Yeah. That's pretty presumptuous. She owns all of the swans. Like, you can't. If I remember correctly, she like the swans were like becoming extinct, right? Uh-huh. So the queen was like, "All right, I own all the swans, and it's like illegal to kill a swan in England." I guess potentially everywhere if she owns all of them. You can't just kill the queen's swans. Saying, like you can't be the queen of England and be like, "I own all the swans in Russia." And then Russians are like, "Oh shit." I can't touch that swan because the Queen of England owns it. Do they it. have swans in Russia? Yeah. They're... Anyway, that's not a part of the story. So she owns all the swans. And like now the the swans are like population is doing fine. But she's never like, oh, yeah, the, the swans are free now. <laughs> so she still owns all the swans. 
And I guess she did it to the whales too. Wow. Um, and she did it to a couple of other like endangered animals. Although I think the whales are still endangered. Owns all the whales, huh? Amazing. And oh. swans. Now I want to look it up to make sure I'm not lying about the whales. I'll look it up. You keep going. Okay. Um, while the custom of sending cards, flowers, chocolates, and other gifts originated in the UK, Valentine's Day still remains connected with various regional customs in England. In Norfolk, a character called Jack Valentine knocks on the rear doors of houses, leaving sweets and presents for children. In Slovenia, St. Valentine is one of the saints of spring, uh, the saint of good health, and the patron of beekeepers and pilgrims. A proverb says that St. Valentine brings the keys of roots. Plants and flowers start to grow on this day, and it has been celebrated as the day when the first work in the vineyards and in the fields commences. Wow. That's pretty cool. It's like a, I this, never knew that. Kind of seems like this would be the day that you, then they're like, plant your, before the last freeze. Yeah, I like that St. Valentine is the patron saint of beekeepers. And pilgrims. That's a fun fact. It's cute, isn't it? Here's another fun fact. Let me just interrupt you very briefly. Please do. If it's about the queen not, and the whales. She doesn't own all the whales. Not all of them. She owns all whales, dolphins, and porpoises, which are within three miles of the shores of the UK. What is the purpose of that? <laughs> um, I don't know. It this goes back to the 14th century, See, and it's I tied to Saint what Saint Valentine? Really? No, I'm just kidding. I was like, damn! <laughs> like imagine? I knew a thing. <laughs> It's okay, to be, it's okay to be uh, impressed because I knew something. <laughs> what a random fact. That's so fun. <laughs> we have fun fact times at work. I can't wait to share that one. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, my God. You'll be like, you'll never guess what my wife told me. It'll be quiet, and then one of us will look at the other one and be like, so fun fact. <laughs> uh, well, this is a fun fucking fact. I'm saying. What about this? I was right about the swans, too. I already know that. It's all seafaring mammals within three miles of the shores of the UK. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Rod. All right. And then uh, you'll have to tell me if this is true or not. Maybe. Uh, okay. Um, In Italy, St. Valentine's keys are given to lovers. Uh, I don't know. As a romantic symbol and an invitation to unlock the giver's heart. Nobody ever gave me any keys I or vice versa. While I was in Italy, I should say. I don't know. Uh, that's something I missed, I guess. That's pretty cool, though. I don't know if that's true or not. Man, it I might be. read a lot of things on the internet. <laughs> I'll ask an Italian. Okay, ooh, ooh, ooh. And then I have a chance, too. But also, Italy's a big place. That's and true. each country has kind of its own culture because they have not been a unified country for that long. That's true. Less time than the U.S., even. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Uh, Italy was unified in, like, the 1800s. 1800s anyway um they also give those keys as well as to ward off epilepsy and they called it saint valentine's malady okay saint valentine's malady probably it looks like that's epilepsy lady yeah interesting i've never heard that okay. i wonder why it's associated with them i don't know I have to look it up. That's I homework. got homework. That's for homework for week. you guys. <laughs> yeah, that'll be in the intro next week. Uh, in Finland, Valentine's Day is called Ustavenpäiva. Ustavenpäiva. Did I do good? Yeah. 
Thank you. You'd be impressed because I uh, Finnish is like the one language I tried to learn in high school. Uh huh. And I remember nothing of it except Paiva means day. Oh, Ustavan must mean Valentine's. Yeah, Friends Day. So Ustavan Paiva means oh. Friends Day. As the name indicates, this day is more about remembering friends and not significant others. Um, but yeah. But you can be friends with your significant other. It is allowed. Oh, yeah. I got my best friend sitting right next to me. Corn dog. And then he left me. Oh. Midair of the high five. <laughs> I just I had to look. I didn't think you could be talking about me. I thought maybe you're talking about corn dog over here or hanging out in the corner. <laughs> corn dog is my stuffed sloth. Where'd you get him? Uh, my man won him for me at an arcade that he randomly hit a jackpot on. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Got mad arcade skills, y'all. Oh. <laughs> it was a pretty impressive date, if I do say so myself. It was. We got video somewhere. It's okay to be impressed by me, podcast Her family. Randomly hitting fans. the correct button. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't random. No, it was skill. Skill. Oh, okay. That's hand-eye coordination. St. Valentine's Day in Ireland, many individuals who seek true love make a Christian pilgrimage to the Shrine of St. Valentine in Whitefriar Street, Carmelite Church in Dublin. Hmm. Those are words. Those are words, which is said to house the relics of St. Valentine's of Rome. That's weird, because when I went to the Shrine of St. Valentine in Rome, the remains were supposedly right there. Which is relics, not remains. Oh, really? Okay, okay, my bad. Like, his bones are in Rome, and his Well, you know, these, bones, garb. these bones, they walk all over, so. <laughs> his evening garb is like in Ireland. Right, Whatever. sock. Yeah, <laughs> the sock of Saint Valentine. His chalice and his sock. And a foot has never felt so loved. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, Saint Valentine. <laughs> um, so they pray at the shrine in hopes of finding romance. There lies a book in which foreigners and locals have written their prayers, requests for love. Wow. And while some believe that Saint Valentine's Day is celebrated in the middle of February to cor. cor- Correlate? Nope. Words I cannot pronounce. To commemorate. Commemorate. There you go. I'll cut around it. I'll never. No, you don't have to. I cannot speak. There are some words I can just not say. It's okay. It's like a. I'd say it was a stutter, except I just can't say it at all. It's all right. This comes at you hard. I feel like words with a lot of M's in it is hard. Yeah, anything that has like more than two M's on it, I can't say. Because I also can't say an, an, the one that Nemo can't say. I don't know what that is. Anemone. Oh, anemone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually me speaking in that movie. Mm. You are Nemo. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> she has a tiny flipper. <laughs> You can't see her, but just imagine she has a very tiny flipper. Well, how do you say the C word again? The C word? Commemorate. Commemorate. Okay. While some people believe that St. Valentine's Day is celebrated in the middle of February to commemorate the anniversary of Valentine's death or burial, which probably occurred around AD 270. 270 AD. I like that better. Uh, others claim that Valentine's Day, much like Christmas, was an effort to Christianize the pagan Celebration of Lupercalia. Weird. They, wait, they did that? 
the holidays? Yeah. Crazy, man. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> Those crazy pagans. I know. Uh, Lupercalia was celebrated February 15th. Yep. Sheena's birthday. Um, It was the fertility festival dedicated to Fennus. Who? Faunus. Faunus. Oh. You think that's the Roman equivalent of Venus? It's the Roman god of agriculture. Oh, well, never mind. That is not uh, <laughs> who I was thinking of. Okay, remember, because to begin the festival... Members of the Luperku. 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 That's pretty fun. Uh, the Order of Roman Priests would gather in the sacred <laughs> cave where the infants Romulus and Remus, the founders of Rome, were believed to have been cared for by a she-wolf. Oh, yes. The sacred cave associated with many a Valentine. The priest would sacrifice a goat for fertility. As you do. And a dog for purification. Ooh. Are you ready? I'm ready. They would then strip the goat hide into strips, dip them into the sacrificial blood, and then take to the streets and gently slap the women of Rome with it. <laughs> All right, guys. Now we're going to go slap these women with these bloody strips. They also slap the crop fields, but I feel like that's a little less weird. It's a little less weird. And probably they were into it. They're like, yay, Lupercalia. I'm going to get slapped with some goat blood. Yeah, so like Roman women were not afraid of this custom. Dog blood and goat blood. Well, they welcomed the touches of the hides because it was believed to make them more fertile in the like upcoming year. Yeah, you could tell who didn't want to have babies by their reaction <laughs> no. to the... Uh... Like, <laughs> oh, no. I'm just going to stay home no, that thanks. day. <laughs> Pass. Yeah, later in that day, according to legend, all the young men... Sorry, all the young women in the city would place their names in a big urn. And in the city's bad... And the city's bachelors would each choose a name and become paired for the year with his chosen woman. Oh, so that's one way to earn a mate. <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> so Lupercalia survived the initial rise of Christianity, but it was also, or so rather, it was eventually outlawed. Weird. Can't imagine why. I can't imagine it had anything to do with like the rise of a new dominant religion. They deemed it unchristian at the end of the 5th century, and it wasn't until much later that the day became associated with love. Um, during the Middle Ages, ages, it was commonly believed that France and England, in France and England, that February 14th was the beginning of birds mating season, which added to the idea that the middle of Valentine's Day should be a day for romance. Uh, Geoffrey Chaucer? Baratheon? No. Oh. Chaucer. Yeah, Jeffrey Ch or Geoffrey Chaucer. Chaucer. Yeah, he wrote the Canterbury Tales. Did he? Uh huh. Are you serious? Uh huh. Wait, what? What do you mean? What? Remember, have you seen a Knight's Tale? No. You never seen a Knight's Tale? I well, don't never think mind. So. This fun fact is gone. Anyway, Geoffrey Chaucer was the first to record St. Valentine's Day as a day of romantic celebration in his 1375 poem, Parliament of Foes. Yeah, Geoffrey, Geoffrey Chaucer wrote Canterbury Tales. I don't know why I thought that was written much later. I don't know. Like, within, like... It was written in 1392. Wow. Which is also when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I'm just kidding. That's... I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> no, that's... Anyway... Uh, he wrote a poem about it? Yeah, Parliament of Fowls, mm -hmm. which I assume would be like, um, 
birds, birds maybe. Yeah. Um, so a little line from his little poem was, for this was sent on St. Valentine's Day when every falc cometh here to choose his mate. Oh. All right. Just some other facts that I wanted to throw in because I wanted to. Um, who is Cupid? Cupid is Aphrodite's son. Really? I don't know. In Hercule, in the old. I think show, I read that somewhere. In the old Hercules show, he was definitely, but I don't know if that's accurate. Um, Cupid is the naked cherub who launches arrows of love at unsuspecting lovers. His yeah. roots are buried in Greek mythology as the Greek god of love, Eros. I was gonna say in Greek. He's Eros. In Rome, he's Cupid. Um, according to Greek archaic poets, Eros was a handsome and mortal who played with the emotions of God and men using golden arrows to incite love and leaden ones to sow aversion. Oh. Um, it wasn't until Hellenistic period that he began to portray it as the mischievous chubby child that he would eventually become on Valentine's Day cards. Just a fat little naked baby with a bow and arrow. <laughs> there was like um, a post that was like trying to explain like Eros is like family tree. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. I feel like that's any deity's family tree. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Athena was born full grown from Zeus's from a head wound that Zeus got in a fight. What? Yeah. How do you even put that on a family tree? I don't know. And people are like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, right? No. <laughs> like Zeus gets wounded, a whole ass fucking adult goddess just kind of like out, fell out like, of his brain. To battle, yeah. You know, oh, that makes sense too, because she's also like a goddess of knowledge. I think not just war. Oh. So maybe that makes sense. She popped out of his brain during a fight. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then I've got some uh facts about Valentine's Day. Okay, you ready for them? I'm. Frothing at the bit for yeah. these. Please don't ever say that again. <laughs> frothing at the bit. What is that? No, stop that. Don't. Mm -mm. It, that's not a weird. That's not like a. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> Why? I just. I'm gonna. It's what horses do. No. Nope. Frothing. They're ready to go. They're frothing at the bit. What? I'm gonna politely ask that you stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Uh, all right yes i'm i am very ready for these valentine's day facts is that better yes okay um the first valentine was sent in the 15th century the oldest record of valentine being sent according to history.com was a poem written by the french medieval duke named charles penned the sweet note to his lover while he was imprisoned in the tower of london at just 21 years old we talked about him briefly that already. was the dude who was Getting it on with the jailer's daughter. Yeah. One line of the poem read, I am already sick of love, my very gentle Valentine. <laughs> wow. So that's like a, I'm pretty sure that's an emo song. Is it? Yeah, it could be. So sick of love, my gentle Valentine. So cut my wrist and black my eyes. Cause I'm sick of love, my gentle Valentine. That you like that? Yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> uh, the first mass-produced Valentine came to be known in the 1840s. Um, they were sold by Esther A. Howland, known as the mother of American Valentine. Oh, wow. Um, she is remembered for her elaborate, crafty cards made with lace and ribbon. Ooh, lacy ribbons. Why do you keep looking at me like that? 
I'm trying to be excited about these facts, and I'm getting judgment. Americans spend over $20 billion on Valentine's Day gifts, $2.4 billion spent on candy alone. Jesus Christ. Uh, Americans are expected to spend an average of $196 with men spending a hundred. Wait, with men spending $196 versus women only spending 106 What? I didn't spend that much on your Valentine's Day present. I'm glad. I'm sorry. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, not even close. I think, I don't know, it's kind of a stupid holiday, right? It's not, it's not one that I really care about, <laughs> especially since you really don't have it easy because you have my birthday, Christmas, our anniversary, and then Valentine's Day. And I tried to explain that to someone and they were like, nope, mm-mm, you got to buy a present. That's four holidays in like two and a half months. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I did it. I did it. <laughs> like struggling at the end. I did it. I did it. I did it. And I paid the bills that I needed <laughs> to pay. <laughs> um, Americans spend $145 million on Valentine's Day cards. Ooh. Which doesn't even include the ones that the kids bring to class. Yeah, you know what's crazy? You can write on a piece of paper. Like you don't have to buy a card. Just make your own. Today we learned that you can make your own clear stickers. Follow me for more. <laughs> Follow me for more holiday tips. Here's a holiday tip. Have less fucking holidays. Why are there so many damn holidays? I think we should have more holidays. Why does America have so many days? I'm, I'm just going to let you know this because I don't think you do. What? America has the same number of days as everywhere else. No, I mean, I mean like something day, something day. Oh. There's like a billion of the of like little tiny holidays. Like what? Like Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, President's Day. You will not take the time and a half days that I get. President's Day is should not be time and a half. I think I get time and a half. Is it? Just basically every holiday that's not a bank holiday, it seems pointless. Some of them, I guess, like, I don't know. Forget it. I'm going to stop talking. Forget it. Today we learned that Billy hates fun. Fuck holidays. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck a holiday. Fuck a holiday. Teachers receive the most ha Valentine's Day cards annually, followed by children, mothers, and wives. Hmm. And you, my good sir, are zero out of four. What do you mean? For Valentine's Day cards. Oh, from people? No, from you. Oh, listen. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. no. I, okay, I save really the don't. trees. I, <laughs> I really know. don't care. <laughs> I'll write you a Valentine's Day card right fucking now. It's uh, I'll you do can't it. do that. It's the seventeenth. It's sacrilegious. Uh, if all month can be someone's birthday, then all month can be Valentine's Day. It's Lupercalia. It's Actually, Lupercalia, Lupercalia, bitches. The, I'm pretty sure that's the thirteenth through the fifteenth. Lupercalia. Yeah, it's the 15th, but like the two days before it are feast days to like prepare for the holiday. Yeah, and the two days after are the ones that I used to recover. <laughs> and wash the blood off. <laughs> Our pets are in on the action as well. 27.6 million Americans give V-Day presents to their pets. Wow, we're bad pet parents. Just kidding. Speak for yourself. I'm just saying we didn't get them anything for Valentine's Day. If you don't think I didn't cook my baby's rice for dinner... Did you really? Oh, yeah, I did. Really? Yeah, I did. You didn't tell me that. I gotta tell you whatever they mean, what dogs do when we're home. <laughs> you already judged me and Merlin for being codependent on each other. I cooked him like a... I <laughs> cooked my dogs a special meal. I'm not judging that you guys are codependent. I'm just acknowledging the fact that you are very codependent. 
I'm just saying, I got receipts. Jewelry is the most expensive gift given on Valentine's Day, but the most common gift is clothing, candy, and flowers. Who gives clothing on Valentine's Day? That like little lacy like thing. Like underwears? I'm sure, yeah. Like, here you go, baby, I got you a pair of 36 men's briefs. I got you a pair of $36 lingerie that you will wear for approximately four seconds. And may or may not cause a rash. Oh, God. It's $36. Oh, no. Seems cheap, right? Is it? Isn't it? That's expensive for me. Oh, okay. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. I I don't buy myself a lot of lingerie. Just got the one set I've been using over and over again. (laughs) 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 The first heart-shaped box of chocolate was introduced in 1861 by by Kurt Cobain. Richard Cadbury. Oh. Oh, my God. Is the Cadbury egg guy. Yeah. He started the heart-shaped box to increase sales. Holy shit balls. It's crazy when you learn where things come from, huh? I think it was um, like Stanley Steamer. Oh my God, Cadbury Bunny. Jesus oh my God, Christ. I forgot about Cadley Steamer. Cadley Steamer. <laughs> Cadley Steamer keeps chocolates cleaner. Cadbury. Yeah. Stanley Steamer. I'm learning a lot on this podcast. Really, you guys should tell your friends about yeah, it. Fun. It's facts. very educational. I think Richard Cadbury was the son of the guy who invented the Cadbury chocolate empire richard cadbury yeah who is that that's the guy you're talking about yeah oh so it's his dad that invented the chocolate yeah and then he the son invented the heart-shaped box right wow it's like a legacy wow what's the cadbury family conversation hearts started off as medical lodgings lodgings what did the conversation hearts oh shit wow it's bad Awful lodging. Maybe the recipes changed since then. (laughs) A Boston pharmacist named Oliver Chase invented a machine that simplified the way medical lozenges used for sore throat and some stuff like that could be made. Hmm. Um, As a result, America's first candy making machine was made. And soon the pharmacist shifted from his focus from making lozenges to candy instead, which really says a lot about America in general. Yeah. Um, his brother, Daniel Chase, who started printing sentimental messages as they were a lot bigger than they are today. Some of the phrases were, married in white, you have chosen right. Wow. Um, and how long shall I have to wait? Please be considerate. How long shall I have to wait? I, I please nothing. be considerate. I got nothing. I it said, please be considerate. Please be considerate when choosing how long I have to wait. Excuse me? Excuse me? Don't rush me, bro. I Um, think maybe they meant like for you to reciprocate their love and not necessarily like, you know. I meant for the... Stop it. (laughs) I meant for like... (laughs) I hadn't even started yet. (laughs) I saw the hand motions coming. I saw you put down your coffee cup and make the hand motions. All right. This ain't fair. I quit. Today, the company Neko has started making them just days after Valentine's to have enough time for next year. What? Yeah, so they've probably started already. That is nuts. To get the candy ready for next year. Golly. And How they, long does it take to make fucking candy? Well, they got to make a lot of them. Yeah, that's fair. Um, And there's approximately 45 saying these days, including true love, hug me, you rock, XOXO. 
and they have like a, I read they have like a shelf stable life of like five years. So whoa, that's good that's because nobody be fucking the eats them. Yeah, ugh, they're not the best. I hate. I them. feel like they're more of a novelty than a I enjoyable. You candy. give me those conversation cards. We are not loving. Of course, I say that, but there are people who like like licorice, like black licorice. You like black licorice, don't you? Yeah, I do. I like absinthe. What do you mean? Okay, well, I guess that makes sense. It's nasty, is what I'm saying. Like, there's like people here that like black licorice. So it's talking to somebody like, who likes black licorice. What I'm saying is, if there are people who like black licorice, which is disgusting, by the way, there's got to be, there's bound to be people who enjoy the taste of chalky hearts. Speaking of XOXO. <laughs> yes. It didn't always mean hugs and kisses. But once it was uh, used to label a two ox cart, it was backwards. Ox, ox. <laughs> no. All right. What was it? What did it mean? The origins of the signature stem from the Middle Ages. The X symbolizes a Christian cross and the O represents a kiss to symbolize an oath. A kiss? The O is the kiss? Yeah. That's how they're kissing. <laughs> <laughs> and it came to mean something had been sealed with the kiss. You look like a fish right now. That's how we kiss now, because the O's are kisses. Uh, nearly six million couples get engaged on Valentine's Day. Blah blah blah. We don't care. Wow, way to be cliche, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I actually read that it was like the most popular day to get proposed to. Really? Yeah. Story checks out. Makes sense. Next to like Christmas and. Because there's a lot of pressure for this day to be like the most romantic day. So people are like, let's get engaged on Valentine's Day. Um, let's upstage everybody. There is an official Valentine's Day alternative for singles. What's it called? Uh, International Quirky Alone Day is a holiday for single people on the same date. It's not necessarily an anti-Valentine's Day event, but rather a moment to celebrate self-love and platonic relationships. It's just everybody on Facebook reminding you that they're single. Literally, the first post I saw on Valentine's Day was, we get it, it's Single Awareness Day. I'm single and I'm aware. <laughs> That's funny. But also, I don't know. It's fine. If you want to post about being single on Valentine's Day, that's great. But I just think it's funny that, um, I don't know, a lot of the people I see that would do that would be the same people who would like never stop posting about their relationship if they were in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Just saying. Pick one. I mean, like, do what you got to do, but like. All right. That's like. Uh... Luckily, I'm pretty sure I've either unfollowed or removed everyone who's, you know. Who does that? Who's annoying. <laughs> Just I don't kidding. think it's annoying. It's just kind of like, okay, we get it. You hate today. I'm Practice some self-love. We don't care. Right. I'm just saying you have 365 days to hate being single. You don't <laughs> have to do it on Valentine's Day. We get it. We hate love. Stop yucking people's yums. And also my... Okay. Did you know about March 14th? What's that? Steak and Blowjob Day. Blanlantine's Day. Steak and Blowjob Day. Steak and Blowjob Day, really? Yeah, is a satirical, unofficial holiday created in the United States as a male response to Valentine's Day and is celebrated a whole month later on March 14th. On this day, 
women are purportedly supposed to cook a fillet of steak for and perform fellatio on a man in response to cards, chocolate, and flowers given by men on Valentine's Day. It feels like boomer humor, right? Yeah. This is very like, I'm alpha male, but I'm not really alpha male I, I bought you chocolates on Valentine's Day. Now I need a steak, basically, and a blowjob. It has been suggested that steak and blowjob day is a backlash against the feminist movement. This holiday has been criticized as sexist and patriarchal, though it has been positively received by some as used as a platform to fundraise for breast cancer research. Oh, nice. I thought you were going to say it's been positively received by some who received a steak and a blowjob on that day. If you want to do they that. They probably for, like, like it. If you want to do that for your man, that's fine. All right. We're not I'm here not to yuck yums. I'm not knocking your yum. It's just over. But I don't need a man making fun of a holiday to tell me to do that. Right. But also, I won't cook a steak. Sorry. That's okay. I'm just saying. Probably, if you want to get your like a steak cooked, don't pick the vegetarian. To cook <laughs> don't the pick steak. the person who's right. been a vegetarian for like yeah. Wait, like fifteen years at this right. point to do the, it. The ultimate goal of you know really enjoying a steak. The ultimate end goal is being alive afterwards, right? Would kill you. I'm just saying. I cooked that thing till it was brown. Well done. 165 degrees all the way through. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we're good. Yeah, no. Serve safe certified over here. We're good. (laughs) Thermometer right in the middle. That's okay. (laughs) And you went up the feminist did to snap back at steak and blowjob day. Tell me. They came up with cake and cunnilingus day. Nice. Which is a satirical holiday celebrated on April 14th as the female response to Steak and Blowjob Day, which is celebrated on March 14th as a stab at Valentine's Day, which is celebrated on February 14th. Wow. And what happens on May 14th? I'm just saying, we got like this whole satirical holiday train going. What is it like? Uh, It's, oh, it's the, oh, the Eve of Billy. That's going to be May 14th. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'll be D&D and Billy Day. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Cake and Cunnilingus Day was created in 2006 by web designer, writer, filmmaker, Mrs. Naughty, and has since been adopted in multiple countries as a day to emphasize female enjoyment and honor women. Nice. On this day, a w- um, women are supposed to eat cake and receive oral sex. The event has been created as a female response to Steak and Blowjob Day, observed one month before it, and a similar fashion Steak and Blowjob Day, which supports breast cancer awareness, Cake and Cunnilingus Day, which has been intended to support charities such as Prostate Cancer Foundation. That's funny. I like how that works. Yeah. It's like a male satirical holiday that supports breast cancer awareness and a female satirical holiday that supports prostate cancer awareness. Right. But I don't think good time. Steak and Blowjob Day originally supported no, breast research. No, but that's what people like took it. Yeah. For. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah, I like that. We we're allowed to repurpose things. If yeah. we don't like it, we'll take it and repurpose it. We're taking it. it back. Take it back. Take it and repurpose it. <laughs> it's breast cancer awareness now. Breast cancer awareness now. It's like pink like the like you want the middle of your steak. No, makes sense. Brown all the way through. No, gross. Charred on the outside. Charred on the outside. I only want to taste rubber, burnt wood, and a one. That's all I want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 
Maybe I want to chew that motherfucker for like 30 minutes. I want it to taste you like... just the, one bite. I want it, to, I want it to taste like my couch. <laughs> it's like a... Leather, through and through. It's like a meaty caramel chew. You know, you just chew on it, it gets stuck in your teeth. It you just like keep caramel? chewing on it. I've never had a steak, like in my entire life. No, it doesn't taste like caramel. The joke is it's hard to chew like a caramel candy. Uh, I've hard. never had a steak in my entire... I've had exactly one hamburger. It'd be hard to chew if you cooked it like you're describing it, is what I'm saying. I know. Yeah. I've only had, I've never had a steak and I've had one eighth of a hamburger. One eighth of a hamburger. In my entire life. I think I've had about six million eighths of a hamburger in my life. <laughs> That's why you're going to live longer than me. I've never eaten a hot dog. Never? Mm-mm. I love a hot dog. Beefy. I was a picky child. My mom stopped trying when she was 12. Anyway, that's not this podcast. That's true. That's not this (laughs) podcast. But anyway, um, that was fun. I like learning. I like doing episodes about holidays. It reminds me of like the Christmas Critters episode. Oh, yes. This was a fun one, though. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. I had a lot of fun interrupting you in the beginning. I I know you did because it spooked me. It caught me off guard there for a second. Yeah. I was just trying to give you the best podcasting experience that I could. Uh, And that's through immersive comedy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's where you're involved in the... (laughs) You're physically involved in the comedy. Anyway, take it away, Billy. Tell them where they can find our podcast. www.ouroddpodpodcast.com Also, linktr.ee slash OOPP. Pretty sure the links are the same, but they might not be. Either way, your choice. Um, Yeah, that's it. All the links to everywhere you can find us are at one of those two places. If you enjoyed our intro and outro music, which I've been forgetting to say, you can go to DarrenCurtisMusic.com. He has a library worth of royalty-free music that he makes himself for creators like us. But you can also support him and you know actually purchase CDs that he makes for profit. He is Radia. And he's a nice dude. Yeah, he is. Um, I personally hope you guys... Stay safe, just in general. And I don't care what you do. <gasps> not true. That's not true. You've made it this long. I hope you have a great week. And uh, as always, we, we are, are the, the Boneses, Boneses and, and we are out. out.